0: Hello internet friends, welcome to the Friday Top 5. My name is Reed Daly, this is the Daily Blend show and if you are new around here, this is the segment of the show where we talk about five things I thought were interesting and notable or culturally significant. Don't you love that like just broad stroke I put on there, culturally significant. It's basically five things I thought that were interesting. Kind of highlight them, talk about why you should go check them out. It's fantastic. Uh, and this week, we're showcasing stories on Bloghouse books. Yes, that is two cool things. It's Bloghouse, which was music in the mid 2000s, and a book, um, DJ controllers, podcast tech. And it's Friday, so we're going to talk a little bit about sneakers because uh, it's Friday. You know, that's what we do. All right. As always, you can get this episode and all other previous episodes on such great pl- podcast platforms as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. We also republish the shows on YouTube. It takes about a day or two for those to get up, but they're on YouTube. Uh, you can go check us out on our new YouTube channel. I'll make sure to link that in the show notes and on dailyblend.com. All right, with all that out of the way, let's jump into the show. So the first thing is a book called Never Be Alone Again, and I think I saw this initially on MixMag.net, um, and uh, really what this is about is it's a book documenting the intersection between bloghouse and the music internet culture of the early 2000s. Um, I was product of this I guess is what you could call it. I was living in New York and starting to see kind of like this weird sort of thing happening in LA and in Brooklyn. Ironically enough I was in New York reading more about LA and because I lived in Queens and not Manhattan or Brooklyn I like kind of missed some of it and got the tail end of it down in Atlanta but it was all about like Blogs were everywhere. People were creating content for the first time. They were like republishing it or resharing it. Um, MP3s were crazy. You know, bootlegs were crazy. Serato, which is like DJing with your laptop, picked up. Um, this was like when DJ AM got really popular. So it was it was really cool for me because this was the big time where. And I always mark this as, as kind of a critical thing when Fool's Gold Records was coming out. So that's A Track's label. Mad Decent was coming out, which was Diplo's label. Dim Mac was coming out, which was Steve Aoki's label. And they're all just pumping out content and bringing like really pop people together with hip hop, electro, rap, whatever. The biggest example of this was um, A Track from Fool's Gold. Introduced Kanye West to Daft Punk, like not just like physically introduce them, but like to the music and the sound, and, and it was really like a big influence. I think on what was it Kanye's third record. Um, but uh, back to the book. So um, the uh, the book was published in twenty twenty, so you know, last year, and it be quick, quickly became a national bestseller over in Europe. Um, with over 50 original interviews and forwards by DJ, producer, A-Track, the book chronicles the rise of the DJ slash it, uh, girl rooming parties, photography, illegal MP3s, file sharing, um, etc. So um, I have the book. Uh, I haven't started reading it, but I'm pretty pumped uh, to check it out. And uh, congratulations, uh, Lena, for writing this. So it felt really appropriate to go from talking about a book about blog culture and and largely how like DJs put an influence on music and kind of culture at large to talking about more DJ products. So Pioneer released a product called the DDJ Rev7. And so what that means is digital DJ and then Revolution are spinning platters. And so there's been tons of controllers coming out by Pioneer, Um, and Denon. And I'd argue that Denon actually uh, helped sort of raise the bar. Pioneer set the bar. Denon's come in with a a nice competing offering. And Pioneer finally dropped um, something for the battle DJs. And Pioneer hasn't been known for spinning platters. They've been known for CDJs. Um, Which is like a sort of a tabletop media player that has a wheel that doesn't spin but you can sort of scratch on it. Sounds great. Works like vinyl. So this is the first time where they've taken the essence of all the things that are are needed for a battle DJ and put it into a controller. So a controller is a device that connects to an internet, or connects to an internet, connects to a computer um, and manipulates an MP3. And so you've got, um, on this controller, on the left and right, you've got turntables, uh, a skewed, uh, you know, where the toe arm or where the toe arm kind of concept would be, is away from you. Uh, Inside the spinning platter is the waveform of not just your track, but the other track. So if you're on the left turntable, you can see what's playing on the right and vice versa. This is an update from the DDJ. Uh, You've got a battle style, oh, and then obviously the spinning platter, so it's an actual physical piece of vinyl that is spinning on top. Um, You've got the battle style mixer, so you've got 16 pads, a really nice crossfader to help you scratch. You've got cue banks, you've got uh, pitch controls, all the cool bells and whistles from a control standpoint on the mixer section. Um... This is two thousand bucks, which is not cheap. There is an entry level one. I physically have seen the entry level one at Guitar Center. It you know, it looks like an entry level product. Uh, it's perfect for kids or bedroom DJs, but uh, I'm really fired up about getting my hands on this. There's rumors I might be getting uh, this for um, a certain magazine uh, that is uh, recently started. Uh, so fingers crossed on this one. All right, so jumping from um, DJ Tech, let's just talk about Tech Tech or Tech Hardware. And I'm talking about the Zoom Pod Track P4. Uh, That is the new name or the name of this device. And I came across this over the weekend. I actually don't know when this product released, Uh, I think it's relatively new. But uh, I'm super pumped. So right now, my setup for this podcast is I have um, a Zoom uh, X6, which is more of like a field microphone. So there's four mic inputs, one headphone, and I use it as an audio interface. I actually don't record to the card. Um, I didn't read the user manual, and um, I was using the card for probably six months until I realized that it was a sound card. So I run the sound card. Um, into Ableton so those are fancy words for I have a mic a sound card which is the Zoom recorder and I record into a piece of software which is Ableton and this works perfect for me when I'm just doing this show by myself but there's been a couple times where I've wanted to do uh, or where I've done interviews with folks and we have the microphones but we don't have the headphones which you can't hear how well you sound and so this one is actually cheaper um, I think my X6 was like 350 and the pod track P4 is only 219 and it's got four headphone jacks and four mic jacks. So it's like perfect for like you know bringing around and having podcasts with other people. There's also a feature where you can plug in a phone um, and then do some like remote phone things with like a little um, kind of Roan uh, Bluetooth device. I haven't really looked at that. There's there's a couple of videos on it, but I'm more interested in four microphones, four headphones, so you can have four people kind of having a conversation together. And, you know, now that, like, not that COVID's over, but that more people are kind of meeting again, I'm looking forward to having a couple uh, podcast uh, shows with friends. Uh, we've got Negronis with Greg coming out uh, in a couple weeks So as soon as I can get physically around uh, Mr. Larson and a couple other friends, we're going to record a couple of those episodes uh, in person. And uh, if you've ever wanted to start a podcast or record some audio with one or more people, this is a great looking device. Um, I'm picking mine up from Guitar Center this Saturday, and I will let you know how it goes in the coming weeks. So the next story is coming from our good friends down in the West Loop of Chicago, Notra. So Notra Shop, um, or Notra to me, I guess. Uh, I call it Notra, but it's Notra Shop. Uh, And Vans have done a collaboration. So from the looks of all the images on the internet, there are five different shoes. Uh, There's sort of like a darker green one, uh, a light blue, dark blue kind of one, white one, and a red one. And it's really um, the 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 overview on like you know Notra's site was that Vaults by Van and Notra are pleased to present their second collaboration, a spiritual successor to our first take on the beloved OG old school LX silhouette. The Notra Times Vans OG private label capsule will be available through our online stores. Illinois residents have first crack at the collection, dropping at 12 p.m. Central on Friday, October 30th, so that's the end of this month, um, or sorry, next month. Uh, The rest of the U.S. will be able to shop the full collection on Saturday, October 31st at 11 a.m. Sneakers are $90 and are available sizes 4 through 12, 13. Hoodies and tees are available at $98 and $36, respectively. Um, I'm pretty pumped. I'm not a big Vans guy. Um, I really like this, like, two-tone blue. Uh, it's got the, instead of the Vans logo on the outside, it's got the Notra logo. So, Notra's logo is, like, a community of two hands coming together and shaking. Uh, I saw this on the Nike Dunk that we, that I got and kind of covered on this show. Um, it's a good-looking silhouette. Uh, I've got to go figure out if I'm at 9.5 or 10. So, if you're a Vans person, do you size up? Uh, or stay true to size, uh, hit me up on Twitter and let me know. And yeah, uh, congratulations to Notra for dropping another shoe release. Uh, it looks really good. All right. So, um, we're, yeah, we're jumping back to back on Fridays, this Friday with, uh, stories on shoes. Uh, this one though is talking about golf. So it's like a sneaker, but it's also a sport and it's also shoes. So, um, I'm pretty fired up that it is almost golf season. So I had one of the worst rounds of my life after playing the first three holes like a freaking pro. And I want redemption. And so I've been thinking about golf since really just being awful uh, one day and couldn't hit my driver uh, for a day and a half. It was like the the yips. And um, now that we're getting kind of close to master's time, adidas and nike are starting to roll out their product lines along with the other brands but we're going to talk about adidas here so the new tour 360 22 so i guess it's 22 years since they launched the original one or maybe it's because it's the year 2022 i can't remember what the article said uh from adidas but it's really like their their top of the line shoe it's got of course boost in it Um, It's got a better uh, fit and grip is what the the feedback has been. Um, They're using some sort of dual stack midsole for that. Uh, They also have a a collar fit with um, enhanced features for like the feel and the top of the the top of the shoe. So I'm guessing it's like a comfort thing and keeps you locked in. You also see a 3D uh, torsion system. And if you remember this, this is like back from the... 90s when they had the torsion system so you know it's interesting to see how that tech's evolved but uh yeah i read some reviews on a couple of the the golf pros that sponsor it and they obviously said good things there's a lacing system uh one with belay and then there's just a straight like adidas you know lace lace up uh normal shoe that's the one i'm interested in um i thought the 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 couple of the shoes they put out last year were just Quite frankly, ugly. So, looking forward to maybe getting a pair of these. Uh, and uh, you know, I like this shoe. Um, and then they usually drop like a, a more like um, knit shoe. So it'll be interesting to see what like they come out with. This is obviously their hero kind of like you know two hundred dollar. This is our you know on tour big boy shoe. Um, and I actually like the uh, the knit ones better. But who cares? They both look good. It's almost golf season. It's almost master's time. Um, And, you know, get the snow off the ground uh, up here in Chicago. I'm I'm ready to go. So um, if you are in the Chicago area and you can tell me where I can go practice indoors besides the PGA Superstore, please let me know because I've been dying of practice and I'm just tired of going to the PGA store. Um, No offense to the PGA store. It's just, uh, it's pretty, like, loud and boring. All right. Um, That wraps it up for the show. Um, We jumped through a bunch of different things. This was more of just like kind of tech and cool stuff. Obviously, it is the Friday Top 5, so it's a little bit of just what I want to talk about and kind of things I'm interested in. Um, If you've got kind of new products coming out, uh, hit me a note, uh, info at Daily Blend. And uh, don't forget to check me out on Instagram and Twitter, at ReedDaily, that's R-E-E-D, D-A-I-L-E-Y, and then check out the show, uh, Daily Blend, uh, on dailyblend.com, on Instagram and Twitter, at Daily Blend, D-A-I-L-E-Y, B-L-E-N-D. And, uh, oh yeah, we got the new YouTube channel, so make sure you go check that out. I said we'd put that in the show notes. And we'll catch you next week on the Weekly Rundown. Thanks for tuning in.